When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Julia Show, my talk one hundred seven one. Everything entertainment. Let's give a little shout out uh, to Alexis, Team Alexis, for the twenty nineteen American Cancer Society's Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Walk. That is coming up Saturday, October twenty sixth, Mall of America. Registration is open. Stride up, uh, sign up early so you can stride with Lex. I like that. And if you want more information on how to get registered, just go to mytalk one hundred seven one dot com. The team uh, key words rather team. Alexis. Thank you, Danny. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Okay. So we both were taken in by this just huge headline today about edgy, edgy eyebrow emoter Justin <sighs> Thoreau and his edgy, edgy new bar. Honestly. New what? Uh, it's, He's got a new bar. Okay. A, bar. A, a year and a half ago, when it was announced that Jennifer Aniston and Justin Thoreau were over and people were speculating about what led to the breakout. The sources close to Justin said it was because he wasn't into Jen's boring L.A. lifestyle. And he missed his arty, edgy New York scene, which is, of course, the exact opposite. If you were arty and edgy, you wouldn't even need to say any of this. Exactly. And, I mean, like, you'd never hear this said about Keanu Reeves. He would never say anything. Okay. But so Justin kind of became a punchline with some of Jennifer Aniston's, you know, mm-hmm. friends and whatever, just mm-hmm. because he, they were never, ever married. And it's so interesting to me that on Entertainment Tonight and everything, and even People Magazine, that they refer to them as a divorced couple when they never got married. You should send in a letter to the ombudsman of Entertainment Tonight. Yeah, I mean, I do kind of resent that because they... Don't lie to us, people. We know the truth. And I wonder if it's because Jennifer Aniston's, like, CAA publicist or whatever said, listen, if you want to have other interviews with our people, you just refer to it as... So it wasn't technically a marriage. Do you know what I mean? We, they had a celebration they and invited a, people. People, yes. wore a white dress. Right, exactly. We sold the pictures to people, so we would like <laughs> you to continue with this would story. Would you feel duped if I got married, but I didn't get married? Yes. So I had a big party and a wedding, but I didn't really get married? You didn't married. really get married, and then you you and the guy went, broke up a couple years later. Yeah, and, and I'd then say, you oh, it doesn't I, matter. Well, 
I mean, it's a it's a weird thing to lie about in this time, day and age. You know what I mean? I don't understand. She didn't need the presents. Yeah, and I don't understand what that. She's a fifty year old girl next door now. I mean, you can just go ahead and say, "Yeah, ask her." We didn't. I didn't want to get another. You know, divorce. I don't under my belt. Yeah, I don't understand this. You know, whitewash uh, story about it's her like divorce. a born again virgin. I guess. I never understood that either. Yeah. So anyway, so Justin was already an arty, edgy punchline in, you know, because of the way I think people chose sides. Yes. You know, maybe Jimmy Kimmel didn't. Unfortunately, they do. They do. Okay. So then maybe Jimmy Kimmel. He hasn't that little traitor. Yeah. So what does Justin throw do last night to his 695 Instagram followers? It's him. 600. 95,000. Oh, you forgot that. I'm like, wow. Okay, he does an Insta and also a press release goes out at the same time. And it's a picture of edgy Justin in his cargo pants with his pit bull sitting on a pool table. And it says, hey, New York City, Kuma and I are opening a bar with a couple friends called Ray's. Because sometimes you want to go... Where nobody knows your name. Oh, that's a real Okay, that's really actually kind of funny. Okay. That's kind of funny. Grand opening July 19th, hashtag good times. Okay, August 19th, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, because... I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. And so Whitney Cummings wrote, was one of the first people to respond, and she said, this is going to be my new peach pit, which, of course, you know, the 902 went, oh, yes. yeah. I don't think Justin Thoreau is, like, looking for it because it's not in the east side. I hope someone said the coffee thing from where the friends people used to hang out. Well, no, the thing that everyone is trolling for is that um, dive bars um, don't send out press releases. Ever. <laughs> calling themselves the diviest <laughs> of the dive bars on the east side. Not cool. Yeah, you're you know, not supposed to know. Dive what, bars are just sort of discovered because they have amazing drinks, mm-hmm. or they've got some character of a bar sent, bartender. I mean, dive bars are discover are discovered. Yes, they are not announced. So he is really a lot of people are um, going. Oh, is there is that, is that an art installation with the dog? I mean, he's just really. I'm glad people are having quite a bit of fun with him, as they should. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, a character study, nobody knows my name. I mean, isn't that kind of a given in a dive bar? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We don't We don't like him. If, if, and if anyone was trying to figure that out, he it's bugs. true. He bugs, but I like looking at him. I don't want him ever to talk. Ever. He's real boring on the couch. Okay, he, here, I've got some yeah. questions. I've got okay. some headlines I just want you to react to, okay? okay. Um, Tori Spelling misses the 90s style. You kind of threw everything in, and it always worked. Well, I mean, yes, this is true. When you are like in your 20s and 30s, you can just put on anything, and it all looks great. It does. It's when the shape-shifting that happens that things It hasn't all happened yet. Yeah, right. You're so fresh. Although she might be, have shape-shifted. She's had five damn kids. Yeah, she has. Louise, there's got to be she some shifting. She didn't have them in the 90s, though. She had them in the 2000s. Yeah. All right. Did Tristan Thompson ignore Khloe Kardashian at True's birthday party? I hope he wasn't even invited. <laughs> I mean, not like that two-year-old or who even remembers their two-year-old birthday party. What is the first birthday party you remember? You, your like, memory is older than mine. No, so. but I mean, like maybe five, six, mm, seven. Yeah, you don't remember yeah. a first, no. a second, a third. Come on, yeah. 
Chris Jenner is working overtime to get that headline in page six. I know, and it's yeah. so dumb. Vanderbilt Mansion lists for fifty million after Gloria's death. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's the address? It's probably something something Park Avenue. Oh, God. You know? Oh, I know. Don't you think? Yeah, and it might be one of those, you know, gigantic where it hasn't all been chopped up and probably some yeah. sh- some chic is going to buy it. Don't you think it'd be fun to go into those old places that are wide open with two stories and you've got a spiral staircase in the middle of it and a ballroom and stuff? I'm wondering what all the what all the doormen are doing in New York with all this Amazon. Where are they putting all the boxes? Okay. Actually, the mansion is not in New York City. It's in Hyde Park, New York, just outside the city. Oh, the mansion. There you go. That's um, the mansion. Okay, That's but why Lori, it's so expensive. This is a really good topic because I had a conversation with someone yesterday that said, "Don't get mad at me, but I ordered Tide from Amazon," and I said, "Oh, oh my that, word! Yeah, that is so ungreen." Yeah, I know it. Have you? If if anyone's ever seen, I have uh, someone close to me that ordered Heinz 57 from Amazon, oh. and there was more bubble wrap and packaging around the two things. I thought it was crystal. Yeah, it is. It I have is a real problem wasteful. with this mm-hmm. Amazon stuff. Yeah, no, no, no. We've, We've said that before. Yeah, we have. We don't want our stores Mm-mm. to go anywhere, damn it. So the OxyContin hair, air, you know, Josh, you've heard about all the OxyContin yeah, problems right. with the Slacker family in New York, right? Yes. Okay. So they have their names on every art museum, on put on all the school buildings. They've given money to Apparently everybody. pain medication pays off. It has. <laughs> and these people, these people had... See what they did there? Yeah, yeah. So, it's so painless. Bad. It was really good. Though, so Lori. bad. But so they're shamed. Like that family they're name. taking their name off? No. Their no. name is out there. So now this woman... The heir is going to, she's the wife. Heiress. Heiress. Oh, okay, no, she's um, married Josh Slacker, yeah. she's going to show at Fashion Week. Do you think anyone will go to her stuff? I think I it's a know. bad time. I, I haven't seen the documentary. I'm sure oh, it's just terrible. Uh, I'm this sure. family is just being, I mean, they were really doing bad things. Yeah. With OxyContin yeah. and coding. They knew. I will not support her fashion. <laughs> with my money, I will not support it. She choose that. You were not going to choose that one. Yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, other people can choose that, but I won't be. Mm-mm. Not that I'm ever supporting any designer at Fashion Week. We did Monique Lillier. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, you're right. I we know. did we buy bought Monique. stuff. We, did. we finally, we actually bought do you stuff. Think, uh, do you think our stuff, should we try it on I wish again? it would fit me. No. Yeah. I need another six months. Okay. No, I really, it's disheartening to know you've got these designer designs mm-hmm. and you can't zip them. Yeah, it's really disheartening. Yeah. So I, I let's try him on next year. Okay, let's put on something else in the meantime. Tell me about Nicolas Cage. Okay, so he gave an epic New York Times interview about like everything. I mean, just you know, from his crypt in New Orleans to why <laughs> has he made so many movies in the last two years? Why, why, he why all, all the castles? The castles. Did he really get in a bidding war with Leonardo DiCaprio over a dinosaur head? Right. Yes, and it turned out to be a stolen dinosaur head and he spent all that money and then he never got the money back. And I mean, it's a really, it's a really, really good read. But one of the questions, um, I mean, it's, it's so Nicolas Cage, this interview, okay? Okay. Very, it gets, it goes off on a grail topic. It goes off on a thing about Vincent Price. Oh, oh. You know, the old, oh, you know, yeah. the actor, actor yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And uh, just all kinds of goofy things. But the, then the New York Times reporter says, let me ask you something unrelated. Is it true that in the early 80s, you met Johnny Depp playing Monopoly? 
He said, the true story is that Depp and I were already friends. I was living in an old building in Hollywood called the Fountainoy, and I think I rented the apartment to Johnny, and he started living there. He was at the point in his career where he was selling pens or something to get by. As one does. He would take my money and buy cocktails, but wouldn't tell me about it. He admitted it later to me. Anyway, we were good friends, and we would play Monopoly, and he was winning a game, and I was watching him, and I said, why don't you try acting? He wanted to be a musician. He said, no, I can't act. And I said, I think you can. So I sent him to meet my agent. Mm-hmm. She sent him out on his first audition, uh, audition, which was A Nightmare on Elm Street. He got the part that day. Overnight se- sensations don't happen, but it happened with Johnny Depp. That's a that's a good story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that a, good, is a story. good story. I wonder if he asked him if they still keep in touch. It does. No. Then they, moved, my- then they moved on to uh, some of the acting styles. He's had Nouveau Shamanic and Western Kabuki, and that's where my eyes what? started. <laughs> oh, Nouveau oh, what? That's really good stuff to know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to have to read this okay. later. Yeah. You know, no I, I just want I love that Johnny Depp story. And I always knew Nightmare on Elm Street was his was first right. movie. Mm-hmm. But did I didn't know first. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly. Holly, 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 Hollywood. Yeah, wow, you gotta love that introduction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but class here, right? Uh, we got to talk about Channing Tatum, and uh, he's quitting social media. He said that he wants to focus on quote the real world. So he shared on Instagram today that he's been struggling to feel inspired and creative since spending time online. He said, I'm just going to go and just be in the real world for a while and off my phone. He said, I'll probably come back at some point, but if I do, I want to have direction or a clear point of view of why I'm on here and what I'm putting out there. Now, remember, he made headlines uh, going on about a astrology app a couple of weeks ago, and he yes. posted that Astral. video. I don't remember. What or, was it? What was Astral or Something like that. Why it was, was it really controversial, though? Well, because it seemed like it was a spawn con. Okay, that he was trying to position as like scratching his head and going, "Gee, what's this app?" Oh, yeah. Well, and then <clears throat> it's one of those things where the app. Well, maybe one of the reasons that they can predict your behavior is because when you download the app and sign your way your rights, they're going to be able to read all of your information. So it's like, is it a phishing scam? What's the Russian here? He I got duped by the Russians. I, I'm just, yeah. It, wow. I think that his people told him, step back, dude. Yeah. Do you think this new girlfriend is, I mean. SCJ? Yeah. For, let me just say something. Mm-hmm. He seems to me like someone who wouldn't even be on social media. What? Why is he even on it? Why does he even have to make this statement? So well, he got I mean, a he's lot been of on for for a while. I mean, before Magic Mike. I mean, he's been on Insta. Well, and I think that with what he did, it maybe it was called the path. I'm not sure exactly. Oh, maybe Donnie, cool. you can double check Channing Tatum yeah, but- and his rant about the astrology app i don't remember the name mm-hmm. exactly off the top of my okay. head but i'm sure that his people were like hey that video was really weird and a lot of people read into it in ways hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That are not flattering to you. So maybe you want to take a step back and reconsider how you're handling yourself. It's not yourself. magic Mike-ness like. Yeah, they, this, is, this is on the advice of his people. Yep, I got it. It really took so. him a long time to convince him because that story was like about a month ago. Yeah, wow. that's why I can't remember yeah. the name of what right. he was talking about. Uh, let's talk about some casting news that's happening. Uh, got a couple of stories. Pierce Brosnan has a new gig. Oh, He's I like that. going to be in a Netflix comedy called Eurovision, which is about the Eurovision singing competition. Oh, oh this sounds good. Yes. This is Danny going, goes to this every year, our Mr. Manuary. That's right, Danny Solter. Mm-hmm. He goes to Eurovision every I year. I can only imagine the cast of characters I'm thinking like a pitch. Oh. You like know. a pitch yeah. perfect. Yeah. yeah. Well, pitch this perfect, is going to yeah. star Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams. Oh, fun. And they're playing struggling Icelandic musicians. <laughs> In this movie about Eurovision, uh, not sure. Oh, let's see. Pierce Brosnan is going to star as Will Ferrell's father and the most handsome man in Iceland. And it's being written by uh, Will Ferrell and Andrew Steele. It's currently in production oh, in the UK and Ireland. And he so. can sing. And we know that. And Rachel McAdams can sing. Mm-hmm. And Will Ferrell, I'm sure, can handle a tune because we've heard something. Will could use a new character he that's could. a hit. Yes. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen a lot of Will Ferrell no. around mm-hmm. lately in a movie like this. So this is going to be on Netflix. Not sure when, but it all ties in because Netflix has the rights to Eurovision in the United States. Ah. So we'll be able to watch Eurovision next year on a little bit of a delay on Netflix. So mm-hmm. that's all tied together in a neat little bow. We also have casting news concerning the sequel to Coming to America, the Eddie Murphy movie that's getting the sequel treatment 30 plus years later. Uh, Leslie Jones is joining the cast. So we don't oh, know like who it. she is going okay. to be playing. She's hysterical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so glad because this thing scares me. I loved the Eddie Murphy coming to America movie, though. So funny. At the time, but I don't know if it would hold up with the cultural well, PC-ness. Well, they'll change it. I think they'll stuff. change yeah. it to make it work. Yeah. And this is a sequel, too, not a reboot. So this is following those characters in Coming to America. Who can play. remember what they did after they started at McDonald's? Well, Don't the, you remember? I can't remember anything. You'll have to go back and watch <laughs> the original one. You've got plenty of time, Julia, but you have over a year and a half Woo. because Coming to America, the sequel, is coming out on December 18th, 2020. So... It will be a continuation of those characters. We don't know who Leslie Jones is going to be playing. Producers uh, are keeping her role top secret at this time. Uh, moving on from that, something that's posted on our website, mytalk1071.com, on the Lori and Julia show page, a new trailer for a new Amazon original series called Carnival Row. Now, this is an epic fantasy series starring Orlando Bloom. You know, he's kind of... He's finally got a job. I know he does. Geez, he hasn't had mm-hmm. one. He had to take a break from all that paddle boarding. Yeah. I mean, you know, keep it covered up. So he has a new job in the fantasy world again. So this uh, series starts August 30th. It has steampunky aesthetics. So that means it's kind of punk rock, but it has all the old-timey Victorian vibe to mm-hmm. it. Uh, and this is a romance between Orlando Bloom's human detective and Cara Delevingne's refugee fairy. 
So this is going to have lots of mystical elements to it, some social commentary set in Victorian London. And is this little scene, I believe, has a little sexy scene? Mm -hmm. I'm watching it right now. Mm -hmm. I do like what you're seeing. People are fairies with wings and fly. Okay. I know. Yeah, they're having sex. Uh Orlando Bloom really hasn't, he's done stuff outside of the fantasy genre, but not a lot. Mm -mm. He hasn't been able to escape. I can't believe he's the same person who was Legolos. Yeah. It's really What's hard to Legolos? believe. His character in Lord of the Rings. Of oh, the Rings. I was thinking of Pirates of the Caribbean. When he was oh. really beautiful with his elfin ears and his long hair, he really was. <laughs> but now I'm not attracted to him at all. No. No. At all. No. No. And I bet that it's hard for him because people do think of him as the beautiful Legolos. And then now he's like, well, what the heck am I going to be doing? We could have had a different Jerry Maguire back in the day. Woody Harrelson apparently was up for the role of Jerry Maguire first. And the producer of the film, James L. Brooks, offered him the role. And Woody Harrelson. Really? Yeah, that could have been way. What, what was his reasoning for turning it down? He said he was offered. He's like, what's the show me the money movie? Jerry Maguire, I was offered. And then he said to James L. Brooks, nobody is going to give a blank about an agent. Oh, so so wrong. He's like, this is too inside baseball for people. Why the heck is anybody going to go see it? Well, it turns out a lot of people went and saw that movie. It's like that uh, baseball movie with brad pitt Moneyball. oh i love that That movie like didn't people like nobody's gonna watch a baseball movie about the guy who came up with crunching the numbers and that ended up being a great movie i trust in your opinion i fell asleep during it (laughs) but i'm sure that it's really good and finally a little real housewives news jill zarin has moved into a penthouse with her boyfriend gary brody this penthouse was formerly owned by artist georgia o'keefe and page six moving on up has the official details it's a ten thousand dollar a month rental and she had a nice little housewarming party Oh, Oh, you just know Bobby told her, Jill, I want you to be happy. I want you to find love again. And have fun. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes. He was sweet, that Bobby. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right, Holly. Thank you. What's happening on the roads out there? Probably just busy. We're just busy, busy, busy. I want to be a... Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. A vintage scandal today happened earlier with our conversation with Tom O'Neill. Uh, chaos, Charles Manson, everything you think you know about the Manson murders. Uh, is it true? Uh, some of it is, some of it isn't. Going between the lines. Mm-hmm. It was really, that book is juicy. It's so juicy. And Quentin Tarantino is probably, It's really. I could have made this movie. Well, it's in, <laughs> this would be a good movie. But what's interesting, I think about it, because you haven't seen Once Upon a Time in no, Hollywood. No, I haven't, I haven't is the ending of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and how it relates to any of this. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, it's a... Uh, and, of course, Friday is the 50th anniversary of those, those murders. murders. Yeah, and... Um, and Helter Skelter is the number one true crime book It was the best-selling ever. true crime novel yep. ever. Then maybe In Cold Blood, then maybe mm-hmm. The Executioner's Song, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that. But Helter Skelter... Because the the district attorney wrote the book, Vincent yes, Bugliosi. You know, he prosecuted the case, same age as Manson. 32 or 34, 34. But, I mean, the, he, they look so different. So, anyway, that's the vintage scandal right. today. And we have to revisit a story that we were talking about at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Yes. About Gigi Hadid and Tyler. Is it on the brand for her to t- date Bachelorette cast-offs? 
These guys are both models, and they know each other from the modeling world. So it's so, nothing. So he, they have mutual friends in New York, and they're both models. What? But why does he always get all these overnight stays? He's well, I bet he's a model that a model with um an extra set of underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of what a model would travel with. I'm like, what would a model travel so with? So they know each other like from Hill Figure ads or sure. something? Mm. Sure, something like that. Well, gee, why didn't they tell us that when they were promoting him on the Bachelorette? It's exciting as knowing it now. Oh. He went on the Bachelorette and got all the new Insta followers, and suddenly, hello, hello, yeah. hello. But we can, if you want to listen to our interview with Tom O'Neill, it's um, you can download our podcast or go to Lori and Julia book uh, reviews. It was we did a good twenty minutes with him. Yeah. So it's in the first hour today, three thirty to four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you can hear it on the replay too. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, that was so good. I didn't want him to leave. No, and I mean, like, and then his story about how, you know, because he used to work for us. Magazine when it was a monthly. Monthly. And uh, so he had interviewed. And the Village Voice. He's been around. Yeah, he's yeah. been around. He interviewed um, Gary Shandling. And he, Gary Shandling got so mad at him with his hard questions that he actually just got up and wandered away and never came back. And <laughs> he, he, Tom had to try and figure out how to get out of his mansion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow. And Alec Baldwin, he said he's a dink, and everyone knows. Well, that. he said I, I pissed one. him off, but yeah. everybody pisses yeah. him he's off. He's an easy one. And then the shouting match with Tom Cruise Tom over Cruise. Scientology. Yeah. Right. That reminded me of Matt Lauer and Tom Cruise when he started oh, talking about you got, that. Oh, yeah, about the prescription drugs yeah. and Brooke yeah. Shields. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, those. Oh. Okay. So All right. You were gone when this news came out about um, Gal Gadot is going to star in this limited series about Hedy. Lamar on Showtime. Oh, she is. Who Hedy Lamar was a Hollywood it girl of the forties, yep. and if you watched Bombshell, which is the documentary on Hedy Lamar, which you can stream on Netflix, yeah, you will it. realize that she also <clears throat> is the inventor who developed frequency hopping mm-hmm. radio signals, or as we know it now, Wi-Fi. And she shares that patent with George and Theo. They had an amazing work relationships and so that bombshell documentary gave a resurgence to her career mm-hmm. gal gadot who i think is going to look so much like hedy yeah, lamar with the hair and makeup the photos. <clears throat> um is producing it starring in it and executive producing it and she's doing it with the showrunner the woman who did the affair Oh, okay. Okay, and um, Diane Kruger has been trying for like the last five years to get a, a show about Hedy Lamar off the ground. So um, that seems stalled. And our world would not work without Hedy Lamar because Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, GPS, yeah. it's all dependent on what Hedy Lamar does. And people don't know it, not to mention what she did for aviation, but she was this huge Hollywood star. And it's called the spread spectrum it was what she did yeah and and she was very witty she delivered one of the most devastating reads maybe of all time are you ready for it yep any girl can be what is called glamorous all she has to do is stand still and look stupid and then there's the part of Hedy Lamar's real life story who was Jewish. She pretended to be her own maid 
and fled her Nazi-adjacent first husband in the dead of the night on a bicycle. Okay, this is going to be good. This woman lived a a life. I'm so glad this will be a series and not a two-hour movie. Wow. I mean, the bicycle episode could be a thing right Right. into itself. A single movie could not contain. I I, I recommend Bombshell, the documentary, so highly. What is that on? On Netflix. On Netflix. Bombshell. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's amazing, her story. Yeah, so anyway, that happened when you were gone, and that'll be like next year that we'll get to see that. Oh, it sounds good. Doesn't it sound good? Yes. And then, uh, you know, Snoop Dogg, I watched the trailer. Donnie, maybe you can post it tomorrow. But the Addams Family, you know, they're doing a live action. And Snoop Dogg is cousin hit. Stop. Oh. Okay, now that's really funny. That's really funny. He's the voice of cousin hit. Oscar oh, Isaac. Charlize Theron is. <laughs> I love it. You know, oh, Morticia. Yes. Morticia, yeah. Allison Janney, Chloe Grace Moretz, Finn Wolfhard, Bette Midler. Oh, fun. Anyway, it does really look cute. And the mo- the song that's in the trailer is the theme song to the Partridge family. Everybody oh, really? get happy. Come on, it's the crazy crazy. thing instead yeah. of we're crazy yeah, and we're kooky. We're all together. Kooky, the Adams family. Yeah, I mean, it's the Partridge family. I love that. So, anyway, Snoop is it, cousin it. Cousin <laughs> If you were wondering, Donnie, let's listen to... Uh, yes. We don't watch America's Got Talent, no, but we, we do like seeing the I, little clips. Yeah, Jay Leno was a guest judge last night. Oh, it God. was fun seeing him out and about. Could his head no, of get not. any bigger? <laughs> Lori, it's been huge since he was born. Uh, no, but it's getting bigger. His probably weighs 15 pounds. The average he, is like 13. He told Natalie Morales on um, the third hour of the Today Show that he has 350 denim shirts. I believe it. And Lori, it, is I, he, was, it was Natalie Morales in New York or L.A.? She was in New York. She was? Yeah. Do you think she's moving back? I don't know, but maybe she's having, uh, you know, some time in the Hamptons. Right, okay, before school starts, for the month of August. Exactly. Okay, so this is Charlotte Summer. She's 13 years old. She's from Spain. She stepped up and did the bluesy rendition of Leslie Gore's feminist anthem from the early 60s, You Don't Own Me. Great song. You don't own me. Amy Winehouse. Don't try to change me in any way. You don't know me. Don't tell me, don't, cause I'll never stay. I don't tell your boss to say, I don't tell your boss to do. So just let me be myself. That's all I ask of you. I'm yours. I love to be mine. Oh, that's got to be so much fun. Isn't that a great rendition of that song? Oh, my gosh. And Juliana Hoff, she's bringing makeup and costume game there. Did you talk about... She always says, yeah, about her when she told her husband, honey, I'm not straight. Right. I hope you realize I'm not straight. This explains the intimacy coach those two are working Well, that's what I was... Duh! Yeah. I mean, because that came out first, that they've been married a year and a half and are working with the intimacy coach. Intimacy coach already, and I'm like, ooh, a little early. 
That, she, yep, exactly. but now she said that. Anyway, wow. you don't own me, the bluesy version. I love it a lot. I when that too. song uh, came out in the early 60s, it was kind of groundbreaking in a way for a young woman to be singing a song with that sort of a theme behind it. What, you, you don't know, own raised, me? Yeah, you yeah. don't own me, you don't tell me what to do. Yeah, I know. I'm in charge of me, time, yes. and I'm going to be in charge of you. Yes. You go, Leslie Gore. Leslie well, Gore I yeah. love what that teenager uh-huh. did with that song. My goodness. Really good. All right, listen, we come back. Uh, we got to get to some of our other stories that we forgot to tell you about today. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Wednesday. Julia, the The disco visionaire Henry Belolo, best known for co-creating the Village People, has passed away at the age of 82. Oh, he, he was born in Casablanca to a sailor and a model. Okay, what and a great a sailor and, and a model! Story. Isn't That's that great? Song right there. Sure, leave. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he grew up listening to American pop music and African tribal music. He started tribal his music as a Only career the best. as a DJ, and then moved to Paris to work as a producer, and then he moved to the USA in 1973. He wasn't gay, but he loved the energy of the dance places in Fire Island and the leather bars in New York City. Can you imagine back in the day how much fun, fun it, was? it was? And he he was in New York with um, uh, a friend, and he said, we wandered around the village, thank you, Donnie, and we saw an Indian playing bells on the street. Intrigued, we followed him to a bar where he was a waiter, and did a disco number over 20 minutes. Then there was a guy with a cowboy hat. That was the trigger. Create a group with all the stereotypes of the American male. That's funny mm-hmm. that they just saw someone story. on the street. That's, That's a great story. Yeah. So, oh, gosh. I know they had five number one hits. Yeah, he brought humor, huge. glamour, sass, and a unique sense of wit to the music business. And a song that's played at every darn wedding. Wedding ever. I know it. <laughs> Yeah, you do hear it at every wedding. It's a good song. It It gets everybody up to dance too. It really does. All right, so um, today Jim Carrey's ex Lauren Holly has a job. I'm here to report. She was so lovely, that Lauren Holly. I know what happened to her. Well, she just she got married to someone in Chicago. I do remember that a baseball player. Yeah, that was yes. Are they still married? No, no. Oh, they are. She's got a new job. I'm kind of excited about this. Yeah, it's going to be Netflix, and uh, it's based on a book uh, by two women called Tiny Pretty Things. It's a young adult book, and it charts the rise and fall of young adults at the Archer School of Ballet. They live far away from home, and they're on the verge of greatness or ruin. It's a elite dance school in Chicago, mm-hmm. and people are rich and poor from north and south, all kinds of backgrounds. Mm. And when it comes to their dreams, nobody has Plan B. It's just Plan A. Okay, I just so Holly is the director of the academy and a former dancer. Mm. Okay, you need to just. 
take your headset off for one quick second and come over here and look at my screen because uh-huh. I just pulled up a picture of her and I want your immediate reaction. Okay. This is oh, recent. So just get over here. <laughs> oh my gosh, who does she look like? She doesn't look like herself. Oh, she looks like really? your sister. Almost. Yeah, maybe. She looks very different. She looks very different. Yeah. So we'll see what face comes to... Well, we haven't seen her in years. the photo Listen. with the red dress? Huh? Is no. the photo where she's wearing the red no, dress? No, but I'm oh, going to pull okay. up that one next, Donnie. Because right, I see yeah, it. Mm. She's... Yeah, anyway, she's going to play kind of a... Um, maybe a villain <laughs> Wait, type Donnie. of director no, of the Academy. Donnie, yeah. Donnie <laughs> describe... Mm. Well... <laughs> She just looks different. She does. It would be okay, the would, Hollywood speak on that. Is she looks old and completely oh no. unrecognizable. She looks like. Get over here, Lori. Just one more time because oh you have to look at this. And she just do in the microphone. That doesn't even look like her. She looks like for Vera Farmiga. Matt Angelina oh. Jolie. Mm-hmm. All right. And they had a daughter named Halle. Okay. No, that Farmiga doesn't even me. look like no. her. Donnie, this, I this, know, it's this is that, maybe yeah, why okay. I'm happy that people always take pictures of us, because if as we change, people can get used to it. I know, but that's plastic <laughs> surgery change. No, I know. That's plastic. Yeah. yeah. Okay, oh. our faces just are getting the older, older, but the, mm-hmm. the plastic surgery face, I mean. Someone said to me, well, when is the next thing? And I'm like, what do you mean? If for else? me, it's going to be pretty soon, damn you it. You can't do a facelift, remember? You said after the pain you went through. Oh, with my shoulder, how am I going to get through it? I don't know. Well, if you remember this I got to buy some of that shoulder. neck tape then for I know. the fair. <laughs> I think I'm going to wear turtlenecks. My neck is still full. Yeah. I just need a, a, a body belt. But I remember, no, this cares? is a quote from you, Lori. I know, totally. Mm. You, you have good ball sockets. Yes, I, that was my real compliment of the summer. That's how you know when you're getting older. When you somebody says, "I really want to compliment your ball sockets," I'm like, "Oh, I could have lived for years without hearing that." That's right up there with your vagina is aging nicely. Yeah, which I oh yeah, I heard that like five years ago. Don't you remember? I was horrified. Well, Lorene, your vagina is aging nicely. Words I never in my life needed to hear. You'll hear them one day. Someday. If you've got an honest gynecologist. (laughs) Should a gynecologist be honest? Yes. Yes, yes, because, yes, because okay. who else is going to be honest yeah, with you? Yeah, right. Oh, Everyone okay, else fine. that goes down there might say, well, it's yeah, fantastic. Okay, thank you. Everything's I'm good. in the Mona Lisa <laughs> Vergine. <laughs> hey, uh, semis- oh, Just don't start with that again. Okay. Ever since we learned vaginal rejuvenations are called the Mona, Mona Lisa, Lisa. Yeah. I've been just wildly speculative I, about uh, all the reasons. I know, right? And I don't think it has anything, you know, it's a far cry away from vulva dementia. Oh, yeah. God, what is that? Did <laughs> you just say vulva? Vulva dementia. Viva la vulva. Energy is everything, Lori. I'm looking at our page oh, of things that God. I write down from this show, and it just makes me laugh. Oh, this is good. But vulva dementia, what were we Whoa, talking about? Oh, I have about? it. I have the notes right here. Hold I on. I mean, was it Don't like when you're, you're on top of somebody no. or someplace and then no, you no. forget where you should have been and you're I like, who it. are no, you? you? You forget what it's for. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you put the wrong... No. Here it is. Here it is. Vulva dementia. Um, not to be confused with testicle dementia. Yeah. It's chronic discomfort <laughs> In women's clothing. Remember, I have oh, it. I keep right. notes on this damn show. Oh, yeah. I'm bringing them all to the fair. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, what, the next time you see Dr. C, ask him if anyone has asked him to do 
scrotal tox. Oh, <laughs> you know, scrotox. <laughs> scrotox is what they call it. Oh. No, I'm just it's curious. It's a cousin of Botox, yeah. Ugh. It oh, lifts yeah. up the balls. The scrotal they, sac. They, I read scrotox. something that your balls shrink as you age. They do. They get littler, but the skin, the skin doesn't get tight enough. It just gets <laughs> looser <laughs> and looser. Thus, gravity. the scrotum. Yeah, look at a male dog like Marmaduke. My yeah. goodness. Yeah. He was old, and those things sagged. Mm-hmm. All right, well, there we go. Down the okay. rabbit hole of yeah, really. scrotox and scrotal, because <laughs> uh, that word never gets not funny. I mean, it's just a funny word. It's all word. started with Lauren Holly's face. Yeah. I know it. I, I Unrecognizable. Well, very different. And she's lovely looking she now, is. whoever this new person is. But she is. doesn't look no. like herself. There's mm-hmm. something distinctive that's been mm-hmm. changed. It's like Jennifer Grey with her nose. Yeah. What yeah. are you going to protect? The face or the butt? You got to make a choice. And this woman decided her face. Yeah. Say, Chris Christopherson's coming to town. I saw that. It's in November. Yes. Would you go? Based on hearing him sing yeah, with Barbara no, Streisand, yeah, I don't rough. know. I think if he had a backup band. If Barbara well, was with him, I'd go. I would too. Barbara's with him. <laughs> I, you know what? I Where's would he too. coming? Like uh, the Orpheum? Pantages, I think. Yeah, that's where he's played there before. Yeah. I think that's good. It's a smaller theater. Yeah, yeah it is. I think it's perfect because the sound will really be good.